0: Welcome to today's episode of the Hungry Trilobite Podcast. My name is Aaron Bossig, and I'm going to be your host. Today we're welcoming back Jen Bomb, the Klingon pop warrior, who we heard from back in episode two, and I'm really eager to get started, but I need to pump the brakes and just ask you to either look at the calendar or pull out your phone and check the date. This is one of the few times when an episode of this show is very time-sensitive, Jen and I are going to talk about her Kickstarter for her new album, and if you're listening to this before January 31st of 2021, you have the option to go ahead and get in on that album. So I would strongly recommend, while you're listening to it, take a look at kickstarter.com and see what's being talked about. Let's get started. Back today, we have the Klingon pop warrior, Jen Bomb. How are you doing this evening?
1: Hi, Erin. I'm
0: good. How are you? I'm doing great. We had you back on way, way back with episode two. I know. And now this is going to be episode, if the scheduling goes correctly, seventy. So this is uh, a very happy reunion.
1: Well, and I mean, I, I feel like you know, small potatoes. Now you're you got John Billingsley and Nana, and like you are me over no- in my corner of the internet. Singing pop songs in Klingon.
0: You, you are by no means small potatoes. You were one of the first people I put on the list when I got this whole gig together here. You were beaten out only by Jerry Bennett, who is a, who was at my wedding. So, you know, I mean. Fair you, enough. Okay. Uh, but when we were talking, you were talking about this new album you were putting together. And so you had some ideas and you might see where it goes. And now you have an active Kickstarter, which is kicking royal ass. So please tell me about that.
1: So yeah, um, where to even start? These songs have been sort of a couple of them I've been doing for a while now. Um, it, it, the name of the EP is called Me Dun, Bo Me Dun, which means great deeds, great songs. And I think one of the reasons that I, I went with that name is because uh, two of the songs on there are songs that I translated because they were voted on by donors to my big annual charity event that I do every year. I do extra life and I make a goal. If I hit a certain dollar amount, I let uh, donors, I I put out a survey and I let people choose a song for me to translate. I've done that for the last two years. So two of these songs are because of doing charity work, which Mm -hmm. is awesome. Voted on by fans of my project, and so that's really cool. Like I, I feel like I'm giving people kind of what they want, you know? Like you ask for this song, now you're gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there's that. Uh, and but also because I, we were hoping to go into the recording studio at the beginning of 2020. Obviously, the pandemic happened. Uh, singing and uh, and. Being in a space like that is incredibly uh, high risk. So there was just no way it was going to happen. And so I, I was started thinking about it and I'm like, okay, I'm going to put out a call to people that I haven't had the chance to work with because they're not where I'm at or, you know, things like that, but people that I knew had home recording setups. And uh, I was able to, you know, build out my own home recording setup a little bit. Get I, I beefed up my mic situation. I got some better mixing equipment and stuff like that. So I was, was able to do vocals in my house and sent out a message to a handful of people. And I was like, would you be interested in helping me with some instrumentation on, on this EP? And I got an amazing assist from a friend of mine from the Twin Cities who I sang in a band with for 18 years or eight eight years, (laughs) eight years. I've known him for like 18 plus now. Um, And then, and he graciously was like, absolutely sign me up. And I I had sent a message to uh, the faithful sidekicks. They're a wonderful filk duo, husband and wife, and ask if they would be interested in collaborating. And they were like, absolutely. And I actually ended up getting to sing vocals on a song that's on their Uh, newest album that just came out and um, or is about to come out any day now and uh, and so so just getting it done in the middle of all of this took a village it took people being willing to um, to help me it took um, me stepping up and figuring out how to record my own vocals and I even actually built out the backing track for one of my own songs with a MIDI recorder. I am terrible with instruments, uh, but I was like, I'm gonna do this. (laughs) Uh, So it really was about great deeds. (laughs) It was about making stuff happen. Um, Ta also means uh, to accomplish something, um, or it's an accomplishment or a deed or something like that. So just like, it was just really about getting it done and making it happen in the middle of a pandemic. And so... So, yeah, so I'm I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. I put the Kickstarter out and I expected like my previous Kickstarters. It was, you know, it did pretty good. Like nothing, you know, we I hit my goals. I hit my stretch goals and in, in both of my previous Kickstarters, but it was a slow burn. Um, so this has been really overwhelming. I, I hit my goal in the first nine and a half hours. And now I am, uh, the last time I looked, I'm like less than $300 away from my second stretch goal. So this has just been awesome. I am so grateful and uh, I'm so excited to to share the music with people. And um, yeah, I don't know. Did that answer the question? I just it feel sure like did. I'm rambling. I'm so excited to see another face right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: Well, not only are – I think in the time since we've spoken last, people have found your music. They It's clicked with them. I mean, Star Trek has kind of shot up in the world over the past year. Uh, we've had more new Trek in the past year than I think we've had the past 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you, your perks are fantastic on the Kickstarter. I was stunned in a very pleasant way when I found out there was a physical CD available for a very reasonable price.
1: Yeah, I my goal. First of all, it's an EP. It's not a full length, so it's it's short, um, and and it, it's a Kickstarter. So I know that people are expecting, you know, they're expecting to pay a little bit more than they might if they went to a convention or something like that, or they were, you know, getting it because you're 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 there to support. It's you know, it is very much about the support. Um, but I I don't I'm not in this for, I'm in this to do it because I love it. I'm in it to do it, to get the, to get it done. I am not in this to have a million dollar Kickstarter. I'm not like, I'm not in this to that. That's not why I I do what I do. I do it because I think it's really fun and funny and, um, and, and I, I get a kick out of it. Uh, and and I just want people to to join me in that. So so it is important. Like I mean, I had a one hundred dollar level that got you a producer credit on the EP. Most people, if they're doing a producer credit on something, they want like five hundred dollars. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like <laughs> so 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 yeah. I I mean I my goal is to just get it out there. And and I I. Because I didn't have over like studio overhead, um, you know, my sound guy is really good. I have a very good sound engineer, and he and I I I pay him I'm paying him very well (laughs) for for what he's doing for me. Um, But because I didn't have to go into a recording studio and into his studio, I mean, like that honestly saved me thousands of dollars easily. (laughs) Um, so. So that alone, uh, which we also, over the years, I, with my last EP, we did all of the, the, all the recording was done kind of ad hoc in a rehearsal space. And my, my guitar player that I, I've worked with over the years at conventions and stuff, Joe, he's a great sound engineer on, in his own right. So he did, he did like all of the, like all of it. He's like, we're going to make this work. And, and we did, um, but that was like a lot of work. And so this time around he was like I don't really want to do all of that work. And I was like I don't blame you. <laughs> you know, we'll hire somebody to do the mixing and mastering. Like that's fine. Um so so yeah, the the goal is to get people some fun things and you know and and just get the music out there. Um it's for me this is really about um take kind of kicking things up a notch. Um, I've never done Spotify because I can't afford the rights to get on streaming services. Just, it's, it's really, it's not cheap and it required a lot of custom, like the custom licensing work to, to get that. Um, I've been skating by on mechanical licensing for the last, uh, the last two EPs. Technically those are for just straight covers, but what I'm doing is considered translation And and that can be considered derivative. So I I have to be really respectful of where I put my music and and how I put it out there. And um, and so I'm I'm if I can hit that goal, I'm going to be able to to afford to get my stuff out on Spotify. I'm going to be able to go through the custom licensing process to, you know, which is not trivial. (laughs) Um, I'm going to have to do a lot of documentation of my lyrics and and the translations and the back translations and stuff like that, I'm probably going to want to have a copyright. Uh, you know, I may want to get a copyright lawyer to just like look everything over once it's done just to make sure that I'm doing it right because I want to keep doing this for as long as people want me to do it and as long as I have fun.
0: And that's really the absolute best reason to do it. I have, I am not the person to even begin to talk about the copyright aspect of it because I'm sure <laughs> you've had that conversation many times over. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that you can do it and ha- still have fun with it blows my mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the important part. You know, I mean, I'm a fan creator at the end of the day. This isn't my day job. Um, I want to have a good time. And I want to have fun doing it. And so. So, yeah. But I also I, I've kind of in a lot of ways, I, 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 I I've kind of peaked like I've kind of gone as I, I feel like I've hit a little bit of a ceiling with uh, doing as much as I can do without being on something like Spotify or mm-hmm. without the ability to put my music on streaming services so um so yeah I it's it's been really hard for me to get conventions to take me seriously <laughs> um, and and I I don't know I haven't been able to figure out why that is um but I'm like, I'm going to, damn it, like, I'm a, I'm here. Like, I'm doing this great thing. Like, please, listen to me. <laughs>
0: I, I, I might be able to offer some insight there. And I, I would say that you, you first really started to scratch the surface of the fandom right when all the conventions were packing it in from the pandemic. Yeah. It, it was the absolute worst timing in that particular regard. I think if you were... If, if conventions were opening right now, you would have a much better time doing that. And when theoretically, if right. this were to happen this time next year, when things are looking up, I don't think you're going to have that same resistance you're going to have now.
1: Yeah, I and I, I mean, I've kind of resisted. I've I've talked to you know, I don't know. I, it's all so weird. I you know, like you want to you want to put yourself out there. Um, you know, and I like I want to like dive in and, and jump into the pool. Um, but I'm also always like I want to be respectful. I want to be respectful of CBS and, you know, and I want to be respectful of the original song holders. So I like I've always kind of felt like I've ridden this really fine line. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I don't want to make anybody angry. I just want to sing my silly songs and uh, and 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 do right by the people who helped me do it. Um, you know, like I, I don't you know, those those are all things that are really important to me, and and so you know, I get frustrated at you know at projects <laughs> projects that shall not be named <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that that you know didn't go into crowdfunding with good faith and and with true uh, fan intentions, and um and so so yeah, I uh, I'm I I just because it makes it harder for it makes it harder. Um, at the end of the day So I'm kind of You know I'm just I'm just over here Plugging away Doing my thing And you know Like I'm just gonna Keep at it
0: <laughs> Yeah And I mean I I will not name names either But I can think of Several projects That either Were launched publicly And and people put their hands out Or they went to a Kickstarter And like you said In bad faith And It seems like You know A lot of people will say Well You know It's just a quick Kickstarter It's just a fan project you don't realize how that can backfire to somebody who actually wants to do something long-term with it, whether they're officially attached to the property or whether they're an ancillary person who's trying to play nice, like yourself.
1: Yeah, like I'm just over here, you know, singing my silly songs and like, but I have to be now even doubly aware of what I'm doing Mm -hmm. um, because because of, you know, potential lawsuits and all kinds of stuff like that. And you don't want to, I don't want to get into You know, I'm like, I'm just over here singing my songs. Like Like I, (laughs) and all I want is enough. Like I, I, my goal is to, to make enough to keep doing it. Like I, you know, like I don't, I don't want to have to stop because like, I'm like, no, I can't, I can't go into a recording studio ever again because I've just, you know, I just lost my house. Like I don't, That's (laughs) <laughs> That's it. <laughs> It's not what's going to happen here. <laughs> like so. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, with that in mind, is there uh, is, is there a non Klingon related project that you'd be working on with the streaming angle?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, kind of. It's I. So yeah, I have been streaming on Twitch which is really fun. So mm-hmm. I started streaming on Twitch in 2015, um, and once a year for a charity event. And I kind of used the power of the pop warrior, as I like to, to call it, to raise money for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. And uh, at the time I found out I was gonna be an aunt for the very first time, and a whole bunch of people in my world were co- were finding out they were pregnant, and, uh, I was like, no kids for me, but, but good for you. Uh, and, but also like, I wanted to be able to, to do something kind of to honor my, uh, my impending niece. I also had broken my ankle, so I uh, was not able to go like jog a marathon into anybody's name. Uh, so, but I had been, while I was laid up with that, I was gaming a lot. And so I was able to take all of that gaming that I'd done. And I am like, I'm going to do extra life. I'm going to raise money for charity playing, doing a 24 hour live stream. That's awesome. So I've been doing that, but this is my, I'm doing it again, 2021. Uh, this is my seventh year now. And, uh, and so because I'd been doing that every year, it got a little bit bigger. My stream would get, you know, like it would be a little bit more fun and a little bit crazier and, and stuff like that. And I do, I do things like a hot wing challenge, uh, uh well with i i'm vegetarian but um <laughs> so i was eating chicken nuggets uh, fake chicken nuggets um, covered in hot sauce so i did like a hot sauce challenge and i've done like a crazy jelly bean challenge and drank a whole bunch of really weird sodas and stuff like that uh played games and uh and we're, and, and so uh, this past year because of the pandemic can't go to you know can't go to conventions, can't do anything. So, but I did my, my big charity stream and I had such a good time. And by the time the stream was over, I had actually hit enough parameters where I was basically one uh, requirement short to become a Twitch affiliate. And the only thing that I needed to do to become a Twitch affiliate was to, to do like, Another like three or four hours of gameplay in a certain amount of time, so I was like, "What the heck? Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna go do another stream. Let's like let let's do another stream." And like I had reached those those requirements just from doing an annual live stream um, and it getting more popular. Now, granted, it took me six years to of doing that live stream <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to hit those to hit those parameters. But I was like, "Yeah, sure. I'm gonna go ahead and do this." So I logged in. I did it. I got my uh, I I got my affiliate status. I'm like, okay, well, now what am I going to do with this? You know what? I'm just going to keep playing games. So I've been doing uh, I finally uh, started playing Star Trek online. So I I started playing Star Trek online as a Klingon. I created a Klingon character and it has been a blast. My Tuesday nights have been so much fun. Um, And I've also started replaying Mass Effect from the very beginning, like Mass Effect one. And uh, which I loved it was one of the first games I think that I played I was playing when I was laid up uh, with the broken ankle, I played uh, Bioshock. And I played Mass Effect, I think for the very first time. And so, uh, so yeah, I was like, I want to revisit Mass Effect is because it was right around the beginning of November. So it was like right around n seven day. And uh, so so yeah, it has been so much fun. Um, my little Twitch community is just absolutely delightful. We, um, uh, we're super, we have a good time. Uh, we, I get a bunch of Klingon speakers in there. So like you can come in and occasionally like see Klingon just flying in the chat, which is so fun. Um, it takes me a while to understand sometimes what, what they're saying. Cause I'm not fluent. I, I know enough to be dangerous and to translate my own songs, but I'm not like conversationally fluent. um, but yeah, it's a it's really fun, and so so we've been doing that. And I work with a I've been doing a, a monthly thing with the Klingon Assault Group as well. So we do a, a monthly game night with the Klingon Assault Group. So.
0: What I I've only recently really started to look into Twitch. Uh, it's a time issue for me. I just don't yeah. have that many hours in the day. But of the people I've started to follow, I'm amazed at how much it's really about ten percent gaming, ninety percent. Uh, party hosting I mean you're just basically corralling a bunch of people into a chat for hours at a time yeah you're you're doing this while you're I mean that's that's and I did not get that for the longest time
1: and you know I'm not gonna lie I'm the same way my husband is like has been watching twitch streamers and youtubers Mm -hmm. for years and I'm just like I do not get it bro Mm -mm. (laughs) And, and uh and then once i once I did it the first time, once I streamed for the first time, I was like, "Oh, that was really fun and um and then i and then but but I still like i I just I really didn't get it as I've streamed more each like every year and and gotten a little bit more involved, it really is about the person. Behind that you're watching, like mm-hmm. the game is sort of tertiary. Now you definitely do get streamers who are, like, they're in it. They're do they they might have a specific task that they're doing. They might be a speedrunner where they're you know they might be, you know, d- they might have some kind of like in-game goal, like stuff like that. You definitely get the get that. I mean, for me, um, with Mass Effect, I'm trying to go full Renegade with my, I'm a fem, I, I'm a, I'm a female shepherd. I'm a fem chef. I'm trying to go full renegade and I'm trying really hard to romance Liara to Sony. So like I have these in game goals that are happening and um, and that, that we're like trying to do. And then eventually I'm trying to romance Garrus because Garrus Vicarian is like my dude. Um, <laughs> but, but, but like, it's more like a soap opera that we're all like my chat and you know, like I, if we laugh at how bad I am at things regularly, I, you know, I, I have just no, I, I drive a fricking Mako, like a drunk. Um, (laughs) and so, so it just, it becomes really fun. Like you get to share, I get to share like how bad I am at things with other people. Um, and we get to laugh at that and I get to laugh about it with people who are watching. I've, and yeah, it makes for me. It also makes the game more fun.
0: Um, I'm also guessing you throw a hell of a party in person.
1: Maybe I don't well, know. I think I do all right. If sure. you
0: if you can do a Twitch stream, you can throw a party.
1: Oh, I do. Th- I well, I, I should say I ha- did throw a couple parties at for the Klingon uh, for Klingons uh, and the Klingon Assault Group at uh, Starbase Indy, and yeah, we we had a good time. Mary Chifo came and hung out. Doctor Aaron came and hung out. So. Nice.
0: <laughs> so. Okay, I don't think we've talked about this, but are you by any chance a fan of Mystery Science Theater 3000?
1: I have been.
0: Okay. How far back does your fandom go?
1: I mean, I wouldn't say say that I'm like super duper hardcore about it, but I mean, I watched it in the 90s when it was on Comedy Central.
0: All right, that's what I'm asking. Okay, when I first, like I said, I didn't get Twitch for the longest time because I'm like... Why do I want to sit here and watch you play a video game? That, to me, seemed like the most boring way to spend an evening. And and then I sat down and watched it. And I thought back to this time between season six and seven, between seven and eight of when they moved from Comedy Central to Mm -hmm. sci-fi. Sci-fi put on this special event where they called it MST3K, the home game, (laughs) where they would... They would put on the the show or or an old movie without the puppets because the puppets weren't made yet. Right. And they would have an IRC chat room, which I'm dating myself just by knowing what that is.
1: Yes. Oh, you know what? I found out recently that the government still uses IRC. So, you know.
0: (laughs) I might on occasion have access to it. um, But that's a different story (laughs) for a different day. Yeah. And people would sit in, in this chat room and the best comments would make it into captions on the screen. And then I realized that was an analog version of what Twitch is now.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like the, your, your viewers become your peanut gallery. Uh huh. Um, They, but they also become like your champion too. You know, they'll like, they'll be sitting there like, you can do it. (laughs) And I'm just like trying to snipe something or trying to, you know, make it there. I was playing, I played this beautiful game um, it was. I finished it. It was actually the game that I had been playing on Saturday mornings. At the beginning, when I first started, um, I was playing this game called Gris, Gris, G R I S. It's uh, Spanish. It means gray, and it's this this game. Oh my God! It so it follows this character, this 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 woman. And what you find out is you're basically taking a journey through her process. You're, you're helping her process her grief. So when you start the game, you kind of start in this like desert wasteland. And as she moves through the stages of grief, the, the landscapes become more lush and, and it's, It is absolutely beautiful and absolutely heartbreaking. And I have the me finishing the game. I think I actually did a highlight of it because it was one of my first streams after my extra life day. It was like my first or second stream after extra life day. And it also happened right after the election. I finished this game and it the ending of this game is so profoundly beautiful and I cried. I, I started having, like, I just started sobbing on my, on my live stream. I just, I was finishing this game and it was so emotional and, and having that like connection, like, you know, to a game and, and having finished it. And there were moments of the game that was hard, but it was actually just like, the satisfaction of the storytelling of that game, um, was, it was heartbreaking and beautiful. And, uh, and it, it's just really spoke to me, especially in that moment post, uh, like that Saturday after the election, um, you know, that just so much was going on and so much was happening. And, um, and, and so yeah, it was like, I finished that game and like 10 minutes later and it maybe not even an hour later was when the AP basically called the election, uh, for Biden. And I was just, I was just a wreck. I was a wreck. (laughs) Um, but, but kind of having that like emotional outlet and I'm a performer, like that's what I went to school for. So, Getting on a camera and and just and having an audience—that's I haven't been able to have an audience. I haven't been able to perform really for a year, and um and I'm and so getting on a stage like I don't have a stage, so Twitch has become sort of my de facto stage. But it's really weird because I I'm pretty me on it. I you know I rarely put my ridges on. Mm-hmm. It's just me. So uh, so yeah, you got to take me or leave me I guess. <laughs> but it's a great it's a great way too to connect with my community. So.
0: And from what you're talking about, the, the choices you're making, I'm thinking you're very into story driven games to say the oh, least. Oh yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, if I if, let me make choices. Please let me make choices. Let me make terrible terrible choices. <laughs> and I'm not can... really yeah, I'm not going to be on there playing Fortnite or anything like that. That's not. <laughs>
0: I, I mean I'm seeing that you're you're talking about, you know, using it as a performance. You're basically creating you're using the game almost to make a a stage, a play almost for yourself because that's that's the you can you can perform then without having other people around.
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it is really fun too. We played uh, this last the last time on um the with the Klingon Assault Group, we played Phasmophobia which is like, a, you, it's basically like a ghost hunter game, but it's it's designed, you can do it in virtual reality or you can do it on a computer or whatever. And you have to have, like, you've got to do it with headphones for sure because like the ghost will like whisper over your shoulder and you're walking around, it's it's all first, your first it's done in first person and you can do it with a group of up to four of your friends, it's like up to four friends. And you're in this house and you're, like, trying to, like, get the ghost to reveal itself. And it is terrifying, absolutely terrifying. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like, moments like that, too, where you get to just kind of be a dork and and be scared in front of people. I don't know. I am using it for I'm using it to have fun and I'm using it to connect and play games that maybe I wouldn't normally play. Like I would never have played phasmophobia, but the thought admiral of the Klingon assault group wanted to play phasmophobia. And I was like, I hate horror, but here we go. <laughs> yeah.
0: Also not a horror s- fan.
1: I'm going to scream like a little girl. And I screamed like a little girl. Well. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. so. Have more fun watching you do that than anything else.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I hope I hope people enjoyed it because for 15 minutes it's really boring, but then there's like the let because you're all walking around the house and you're just like putting stuff down and it's like ho hum ho hum. And then all of a sudden there's like three to five minutes of just absolute insanity where ghosts are like chasing you and you're running and you're trying to get away from it. And yeah, that's that game is <laughs> That game is special.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I'm the kind of person, I do like story-driven games, but in the last few years, I've had a hard time getting away from the pick-up-and-play games, stuff yeah. that you can do, it start to finish in 10 minutes, because that is just where my brain is right
1: now. I don't like when stuff is too open-world. Mm-hmm. Like, I appreciate what they're trying to accomplish with, like, open-world games, and, and but I like to have my path very clear like I like things to be fairly linear um I don't want I don't want it to add like I don't like if I end up getting so like off the side quest that I forgot what the whole fucking point of the game was like I don't want to be out picking flowers for five hours just to make a potion that's not fun for me like, get me through the story, let me kill things. That's my <laughs>
0: so when some when it's a game is said to be on the rails, that to you is not a bad thing,
1: yeah. Yeah, no, I'm like, please take me where take me on the journey, take me on the journey that you want me to go on. You know, like, if making if, if I can make a few choices along the way, like, one of the things that I like about Mass Effect is like the story is the same, you're gonna get to the end of the story, but you may romance a different character or you may like. you may kill somebody and killing that person will have a, you know, have some kind of effect later on down the line, but the story is still, you know, pretty, you're still going down the same path overall. Um, Like, I don't want to, I just, I don't want to get lost in an open world that I, I, I hate sandbox games. I don't understand sandbox games. My husband loves Minecraft, stuff like Minecraft and space engineers and, um, Kerbal Space, like oh, stuff like that. And I'm like, I I don't, I can't. Like, give me a story. Give me, I, give me a story.
0: Minecraft, I'm too old. I, I came to that conclusion. <laughs> I'm, I, it's, it's gr- new enough that it should have good graphics, but the graphics look like Legos on purpose. And that bothers me for some and reason. And they're
1: supposed to, like, it's basically yes. online Lego. Yeah. Which, that's awesome and fine. And if you like Lego and I have friends who love Lego and like knock yourselves out. That's not my jam. Like
0: right behind me, there is uh, two bins this big filled with actual Legos. (laughs) I don't need them on my TV.
1: Right. (laughs) We're just, we're just like old people just like railing. We're like, ah Lego. Lego is the superior to your Minecraft. I, you know what? I love. I think Minecraft is awesome, and I think it's a like for what it does for like. There's amazing communities around it. Mm-hmm. Like, I I've been to. I actually worked the the children's uh, the Lurie Children's Hospital table for Extra Life at a a giant Minecraft convention. It was some of the most fun I've ever had, not having any idea who the people on the stages were. It was like a whole bunch of YouTubers. I'm like, I don't Minecraft YouTubers. I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are. I'm just gonna stand over here and raise money for my charity. Like <laughs> but it is awesome that everybody here is having a good time. Like well,
0: it, Yeah, it is. And they're and you're getting a chance to get get the word out, and that is valuable too.
1: Right. Yep. I just I love gaming. I'm so excited that I have this like thing that's like doing this means that I am playing games. Like I get to do my Klingon thing and I get to still play video games. Mm -hmm. And like because I like I there were there were years with Extra Life where Extra Life was literally like the one day a year that I had the time to actually play video games. Mm -hmm. And now it's like I have a schedule and I'm playing this game tonight and like, it's just, it's really satisfying to be like, oh, I'm totally going to get to play Star Trek online tonight. Yes. Like <laughs> I'm playing Mass Effect on Saturday morning. Awesome. Like, and people are expecting me to be there. So I'm going to be there. It I w- It's like accountability too.
0: I want to get you like three or four hours into a stream when you get punchy <laughs> and then have you try to play Night Trap.
1: Oh, no, I don't know
0: what that is. Okay. Night Trap, <laughs> it was originally a game on the Sega CD, which was eventually re-released on oh. Steam not too long ago.
1: Sega CD, that's like yeah. going back. My brothers uh-huh. had a Sega, uh, had a Genesis and a Sega CD. I loved Third World War mm-hmm. on the Sega CD. Oh, never won. Always, always created nuclear holocaust, always.
0: <laughs> it's It's a full motion video game. And I would say it has terrible voice acting, but that should be just part of the parcel. I mean, you just assume that. Right. And and you just watch these kids go through this like faux horror movie while there are people trying to break into their house, and your goal is to use the camera to try to catch the people breaking in. And it's it's god-awful. But oh my god awful. But it's one of those things you have to experience once.
1: Oh. That sounds like something that would be good for when I've had too much caffeine on a Saturday morning. <laughs> I was
0: going to suggest there being a beverage involved too, but I didn't know your feelings on that.
1: I usually do. So my Tuesday night stream is uh, it's my hit kep, uh, so it's the it's like the happy hour, um, and then my Saturday morning stream is I do uh, Central Time eight a.m. to eleven a.m. and uh, and so that's Kotvin ka- kep, so that's uh, coffee. It's the uh, the coffee meat. And, uh, yeah, so I, I the one day a week I drink coffee with actual caffeine in it. And by the time it's over, I'm usually like, ah, <laughs> cause I don't drink caffeine during the week. So yeah, it gets a little, it gets a little interesting when I'm on caffeine.
0: <laughs> it's okay. But speaking of interesting, I, I can't hold off asking any longer. You have just watched the last episode of discovery for the year. I have I'm about to. So,
1: so much happens. It is so much happens in this episode. By the time it was over, I was like, we just went on a journey.
0: <laughs> and this whole season has been a journey. This whole season has been a complete wiping clean of our expectations of Discovery and the franchise as a whole.
1: Yeah. They're in a new place. They can have new adventures now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I That first episode... By the time it was over, I was sobbing that the man at the Starbase that like when they, 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 they like the, the true believer, like mm-hmm. who's waiting, was waiting and just like spent his whole life waiting. Oh, my God. He made me just sob by the time <laughs> that episode was over. And then we've never seen him again. And I'm like. No, I want him to like have his place in the Federation. Uh, so, yeah, I just, it's so good. This last episode is so good.
0: I'm thinking that we'll see him again at some point.
1: I hope so. I'm not, I'm not giving you anything.
0: No, 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 I don't want <laughs> you to. Like I said, I'm, I'm minutes away at this point. So please let's let's, and here's the thing. I am so proud of this. I have gotten through this whole year without having Discovery spoiled for me nice. or The Mandalorian. Oh, good job. job. Good yeah. And I didn't even like go out of my way. I just managed to not get anything crucial.
1: I still actually have to watch the last two episodes of The Mandalorian. I fell asleep during the next to last episode. I was so tired. We, we started it too late or something. I don't know. I fell asleep during the like I just couldn't. And I haven't had a chance to go back and rewatch it. I, I, Cause I've got to rewatch that before I watch the last episode. Uh, so yeah, I, and I actually have not managed to be overly spoiled. Like I know a couple little things, but I'm, I'm not like too stressed out about it. I did really love Timothy Oliphant in, uh, in, in the Mandalorian because I just started watching justified for the first time. And I was like, Oh, this is basically Star Wars justified. Like he plays, he is Raylan, <laughs> and yeah. it's just in space. <laughs> so he's space Raylan. So, I thought that was kind of funny. I can see that. Yep.
0: And oh, do you know? Do you know that there is a seed at the end of the last episode, after the credits?
1: Oh, I didn't. Okay. So, Now I do. I, I will tell
0: have. you, and I say that because so many people. Didn't know that and turned it off like I usually do. Uh, that scene exists, and I'm, I'm not going to say anything more.
1: Nice. I've heard people talk like I don't that that show in particular. Like I didn't love the first season. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I thought the first season for like the first it took about five episodes for me to warm up to that show, and even by the time I warmed up to it, like at that point, a it was almost over, and um, b I was like. Yeah, I'm watching this for Baby Yoda. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, that's about it right now. But Baby Yoda does not a whole, you know, is not a show. <laughs> and so, so, like, I'm definitely a bigger... I, I realized that I'm a bigger Star Trek fan than I am Star Wars fan watching The Mandalorian. But I will say, I think season two, way, like, just... For me, season two was just a lot better. Uh, like, just, it, it really hit a lot faster I felt like the first season was way too slow of a burn mm-hmm. and and so I was just I was getting bored um but now I'm like okay take me on your journey Pedro Pascal <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go so
0: yeah I I I know why they wanted to have the scene at the uh where you finally get to see underneath his mask mm-hmm But it kills it because I always want to just imagine him being John Wayne.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Space John Wayne. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Jen, I'm going to let you go so I can get to that. (laughs) But where can people catch your Kickstarter? I'm going to put the links and all your information in the show notes.
1: Yes. So uh, you can go to www.klingonpopwarrior.com. There are links to my Kickstarter. You can find links to my music. You can listen to the music. There's a music player at the bottom, so you can take a listen and you know try before you buy. Um, if you want, I do a lot of really fun stuff. The new uh, kick, the new Kickstarter is rolling. We are moving right along. Um, it's very exciting. And uh, the oh, the songs. You want the songs that are going to be on the new?
0: If TV? you feel like giving it away.
1: Yeah. So the new EP is uh, Maneater by Holland Notes, Oates, No Scrubs by TLC, The Warrior by Scandal with Patti Smith, the, uh, who am I missing, Born to be Wild, the old Steppenwolf song, and uh, the one that I was most excited about, I am doing a song by Lizzo, I'm doing Good as Hell by Lizzo, uh, which translates to Jibauku uh, which means I am fierce that uh, Jibout, I, I am very confident and i am fierce so <laughs> all
0: right is... so is, is hmm, good stuff so the word stovacore appears in there at some point i'm sure
1: uh no but i do i do talk about killing my captain
0: uh-huh. and
1: taking control of his ship that wow. that's that's how we boss up and change our lives
0: gotcha so. gotcha <laughs> Well, I'm going to make sure all that gets in there, and when this episode comes out, it should just be a few days from now so people listening to it right away can have plenty of time to hit that Kickstarter while there's a chance to get in on it.
1: Yay! Ding! Please come join the Pop Warrior Army. We have fun.
0: I would like to thank Jen Bomb for being my guest today, and I would like to thank you for listening let me remind you, if you're listening to this before January 31st, that Kickstarter we talked about is going on right now. So check out AaronBossig.com, find the links to it in the show notes, and check it out. In the last episode for the community building section, I mentioned that we would be doing a bit of improving on the podcast this episode. And with episode 70, I'd like to show that we have a new logo designed by a fantastic artist named Marcy London. And we have changed the format of the title a little bit to make it easier to read on a phone. Hopefully these things will make the episodes stand out a little bit more among the other podcasts out there. I really, really appreciate the hard work that Marcy put into this, and I would like to strongly suggest you check out her work at marcylondon.com. That's M-A-R-C-I-E-L-O-N-D-O-N dot com. And her Twitter and Instagram handles are at Marcy Starfleet. Thank you very much, Marcy. I really appreciate all your hard work. Don't forget, you can subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Amazon, Spotify, and we are syndicated on Realm of the Mist, a fantastic podcast network. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.